Hello, and welcome to Horror Dads, episode 73. I'm okay, your host, Justin Carroll. Okay. Yep. This isn't your yeah, show, yeah. pal. Every year we bring you in, you try and I steal the show. Introduce <laughs> us. Uh, you'll get away with it one day. One, one day. day. What is up, man? So, uh, to bring us in uh, properly, yeah. this is Love Letter to Fall Part 3. We're back. And uh, we have our buddy Justin back with us. Yeah, this is the uh, third installment, as Jamie mentioned. It is episode 73. Justin joins us every year uh, around the September timeline, typically right before my daughter's birthday, which yeah. is like where it, when the vernal equinox happens, right? Sure. So this is our int- sure <laughs> science. What the hell do you say? What do you say so? Beautiful time of year. This is our introduction to fall, so we always bring Justin in. So Jamie and I are here. John and Jamie are your your normal hosts, but Justin is here to join us yet again for the third installment, and we've got quite the topic today. We're going to focus on childhood impactful horror uh, Halloween television, moments, right? Yeah, television like Halloween specials or uh, made for TV movies or uh, one asshole named me picked uh, oh, God, John. <laughs> one installment that's not very childhood friendly, but did impact me as a child. So it's worth talking about. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk about nine installments i guess is the best term because some are film some are tv and that's what we're gonna do but before we do that we're gonna do our normal stuff we're gonna catch up uh talk about what we've been doing and uh then we're gonna jump into our films so with that being said justin we're gonna talk just straight up we always talk about what we're wearing you've got something real special on what are you wearing yeah i sure do uh i got my hands on this super nice horror dad's raglan uh tonight as soon as i got in tonight it's a medium it's fitting me perfectly gonna be nice and uh nice and snug for the uh the next couple months Oof. as uh you know this chilly weather is uh, approaching so I'm, I'm excited to wear this puppy in and i'm pretty sure that you're the first human yeah to don that thing man i am i didn't know that but man am i excited about man, that looking good too thank no you. human will look better thank I, you <laughs> to be honest with you no human will look better just as perfect uh blushing uh but i did pick those up yesterday from the printer so uh, for those that are Shut in off the press, <laughs> he's screaming like a newsie, <laughs> Christian Bale from Newsies. Yeah, that's me. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, do you th- need your newspaper? Oh, well, Jamie, that was a second Jamie time. Went real, like hard into that one too. Beat, beat the crickets out on Shit. that one. Uh, yeah, seriously. But yeah, we did pick these up yesterday from the printer, um, so we're super excited to get these out to the world. Uh, we got these three three-quarter length raglans. It's the traditional horror dad's design, but they'll be up in the shop soon. So for those interested, keep your eye open. They look amazing. Um, so Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, Jamie, what are you wearing over there, man? So I have this brand new tank top I got for my birthday. First time I've ever worn it. It's uh Friday the thirteenth. It's Jason Voorhees mask essentially with like blood dripping down, uh spelling out Friday the thirteenth. Unzip Love a little it. there so yeah. I can see. Show oh. us. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. It it is like a blood moon behind no, that's, the mask. That is sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. What yeah, the, the layers of it is pretty sick. What hoodie do you have on there? Uh so I have the Horror Dads hoodie. Oh. Uh I think there's only four of these in existence, right? It's me, you, and then the Alone in the Dark pals. Yeah. There actually are only Dang. four of those in print, so uh sell those. You guys should be jelly. Let me just say supply and demand. If there's yeah. an appetite, we will yeah, well, we will come. So let us know if you guys want to see some hoodies in addition to these three quarter length uh, raglan tees. Mark me down. Uh but, <laughs> but uh I have on actually my state evil hoodie. This is my cavity colors, probably favorite design he's ever done. 
It's the Fright Night Evil Ed. Evil Ed's one of my favorite characters. Uh, it's like the You're So Cool Brewster. It's just him with his burned cross into his forehead, and it says Stay Evil underneath. And uh, honestly, this is like throughout the fall and throughout the past uh, six or seven falls, this is what I've worn continuously almost every day. And it's just my favorite piece of clothing. And what, what better way to bring in the fall than wearing this and being outside, which is where we are right now. I have this hoodie as well, and it's also my favorite summer hoodie. Uh, like when it get, dips below like 70 in the summer. Oh, dude. Uh, because like to this point, it's been washed so much that any like uh, padding inside is gone. Oh, it's, it's, so it's yeah, just like fabric, you know what I mean? Uh, so just like a fabric hoodie. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, yeah. If you were to like tape There's cat, no warmth cat to hair it. to yourself, yeah. that's kind of how it feels yeah. at this point. <laughs> so it's yeah, my favorite like you. summer hoodie now. I'm into uh, it. But going into the fall, you're, you're right, man. Um, it's still great. Dude, summer's gone. We're outside. Crickets are chirping. We are outside. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're outside. It's beautiful. We're we're so ready for fall, and this is a uh, this is our love letter. So this is for you, fall. Here we go, Coming fall. In. So, uh, what about watching? What have you guys been watching? Justin, been watching anything recently? Yeah. So, um, pretty typically, I kind of follow follow the end of summer with uh, my my same end of summer movies, and and that's two that you are both very familiar with. One being the faculty. Um, one oh, of dude. one of Josh Hartnett's first movies, first or second? I know it's H two O or that one. No, they came out the same year. Same so no year, one knows. so no yeah. one knows. It's a mystery. But that that is a big one that I just finished recently, and I love watching that at the end of summer. And then, um, secondly, Jeepers Creepers two. I love. I know I know people are hit or miss on it, yeah. but I love two. And my friend happened to walk walk in when I was watching two, and she had never seen it. <laughs> And she had just walked in when the when the creeper like pulls up the the, the dude's head through the bus, and she's like, "What? What are you watching? What is going on in here?" And I was like, "I can change it." She's like, "No, I'm intrigued. Leave it on." And I was like, "So, no, I'm watching. That. Is it cake? Yeah. yeah, is that head cake or not? Yeah. Oh, nice man. Yeah. What about you, Jamie? Uh, yeah. No, Justin. Just to reiterate your point there. Um, I feel like anything back to school is very fallish, Dude, right? Because so it's like we're in that time frame, totally. especially now, because like we haven't quite hit fall yet, but like that's where we're at. So um, I actually reached out to some people on the, on the Discord channel asking them what they like watch to get into fall. And a lot of the, the school shit popped up. Faculty, Urban Legend, stuff like that was all coming up. Scream Cherry 2. Falls. Scream 2 is a big one. Yeah. Nobody mentioned that, but that is, uh, that's on my list. Yeah. One, yeah. Uh, but so I've been watching, I watched Orphan. Realized I had never seen Orphan. Oh. The original Orphan? The original Orphan so from 09 or whatever. Yeah. Not yeah. the new one. I, I wanted to watch the one with uh, yeah, Peter Skarsgård and Vera Farmiga. I don't know how to say her name. You're close. Try. Just leave it. There. Uh, but uh, you know what happened was I got try. this spoiled for me. <laughs> um, I did try. Um, the ending got spoiled. I was like, I, I don't need to watch this now. Uh, so I went back. I'm glad I did. It was really fucking enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's uh, pretty suspenseful, and the the 2000s like era of movies was like, uh, I think at that point I was kind of like not as interested in horror just because it was kind of like they were blockbusters, right? Like that yeah. was a blockbuster. The movie. Omen, the oh, yeah, the same. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where I got lost. The was photography like, and the omens, like the same as as 
as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's that style. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, like, the house and everything, like, I was all in on this one. Um, Peter Scars, like, the acting in this was fucking spot on. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And the, the twist, had I not known, would have been uh, super, like, shocking and suspenseful. Uh, but knowing the twist the whole time, I was like, yeah, I mean, this is obvious. You right. Know? Like, she's playing, like... Yeah, we know. Like classical musical pieces yeah. on the piano. We know what you're doing. Uh, but the other one I watched was Joyride. Ooh. You guys remember that movie, yeah. Joyride? That yeah. came out in probably, what, like, 01? Very early. between 99. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it, dude, that fucking, that movie holds yeah, up. Dude. What is it? It Steve, really does. Steve Van Zandt or whatever, or Steve... No, Steve Zahn? Zahn, Zahn. Yeah. yeah. Steve Zahn. Yeah. Zahn. It's got the... It's the dick brother. It's got Buffalo Bill, like, doing the voice on the, the CD that radio. Him? The, that's him. Holy shit. You just blew my mind, Justin. <laughs> the scene in the bar when, uh, what is it, Lily Sobieski? Is that... Yeah. Who's in it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So, when they're in the bar... And he's like trying to save her or whatever, and he runs off. And he's like, "Bitch, Yo. I told you." Yeah, <laughs> that scene is so absurd. He's really, he's really funny. Yeah, like really funny. No, Steve's on. Love him. Yeah, he is. But I also hate him in this because he's trying to like, he's trying to take Lily from. Well, he's, right. He's the he's the funny he's the funny guy. When he goes and like, to the hotel. That always with the happens drinks. with the funny yeah. guy. She says, "I don't want any more drinks," and he like won't let it go. But I'm a bartender. No, you do need more drinks. Uh, no, like, no here, you need to go to bed, you rapist. Yeah, that's also yeah. true. <laughs> oh, Paul Walker. Man. Poor P- Paul. P. Walker. Just trying to catch a... It, it gives anyone who goes to bed early because they're drunk a bad name. Like, yeah. You're going to get your girl stolen by your creepy brother. Okay, so let this... just We're going to put this on the record now. Just go to bed early. Yeah. Because you don't need that shit. Best advice. So advice. Go to bed early. Yeah, but should you? Your fucking dickhead brother trying to mack on your girl while you're sleeping. Go to bed early with your significant other. <laughs> there you go. You're don't own. leave her in a hotel room by herself. That's the key. Nope. And don't have Steve Son be your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So I've been watching. So we do this uh, segment on our Patreon, actually, which is a never seen it segment. So this month we watched a new film called Motherly. Uh, so I checked that out. So I haven't watched it yet. How is it? Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's new, right? It's like a newer. Yeah, I think twenty twenty one last year. Whoa, it might have come okay. out. Okay, so yeah, it's a newer one. It's on Shutter. So I checked that out, and uh, similarly, like it's, it has elements of other films. Like it has like a almost home invasion sort of quality to it. It has a thriller kind of suspense uh, horror element to it. Um, it has some pretty nifty like film work in it as well, like the uh, color schemes and stuff. They have these like vibrating scenes of like really intense color pops versus like these dull muted, like a uh, somber, like more somber shots, which the movie's more somber for sure. Uh, but it's worth checking out. So if you want to hear our full comprehensive thoughts on it, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon. We'll have a, a list up uh, or we'll have that episode up by the, the end of the month. So check that out. But I also, speaking of getting uh, in the fall season, been watching some stuff, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, uh, I've been working through the screams again, the whole uh, back to school thing, as well as just introduction to the season. Uh, Jamie and I did have uh, scary stories on a couple times this week uh, when we were prepping for some stuff, doing some podcast related preparations. So, That's a yeah. September movie for me. Same with uh, it. I see the it. remake. Yeah. Yep. The remake. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. love that one in September. Yeah. Remake is great. Yeah. Yeah. That all first remake. Of, all those movies that like give you sort of Halloween feels but aren't Halloween based 
You know what I mean? Oh, they still work, man. Yeah, like, so like very it well. to me gives yeah. me straight up Halloween vibes, but it's not a Halloween movie. Not at all, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it does. All right, so buying. Jamie, buying buy anything? All right, so I'm going? going to buy. Like it's, I'm doing the ADD thing, so I went to Toxic oh, no. Coffins. They did their Halloween release today. Today? So today's and what, the 15th? 16th, yeah. September 16th. And if you're like monitoring traffic to the website, you'd be like, this same guy has been here like 16 times in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> and it's because I keep going like, what should I buy? Like, I want it all. I want the hoodie. I want the beanies. I want the fucking t-shirt. One day at a time. You got this. Ugh. <laughs> I just have to pick something and go. What are you, what, what are you uh, leaning toward? Yeah, well, one of the beanies. Uh, yeah. My main problem is you and I want the same beanie. Ugh, it's like, you know. Do we just jump in the same skin? Do you want to sleep in at the that same, point? Yeah, uh, sleeping bag tonight. <laughs> sounds right. Like, sounds like you guys are doing that. Uh, so it. So I'm trying to choose which beanie I want. That's not the tan one because that's one you're gonna get. Hang uh, on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. Before you make that decision, do you know what it's titled as? It's not tan. Wheat. 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 Like, do you? Wheat. How much more do you want it, knowing that it's titled it makes, wheat? It made me I want know. it more. Uh, the I only know. way I would want it, it even more is if it was entitled corn. Well, then it'd be yellow. Yeah, yep. I was thinking the same thing. But there, still, Wilson. I like where your head's at. Corny wheat. Get the wheat. <laughs> All right. So, as a person that pulled the trigger on Toxic Coffin already, yeah, uh, I I did buy the wheat. Well, they have a pull pullover hoodie too. That is fucking. Oh, the one. I'm all in the pullovers veil right now. Of, uh, yeah, a ghost. Veil of the shadows or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did grab the wheat beanie. Nice. I'm um, hoping you also get it, so we can wear the same one on the yeah. same day. Sit on the same couch. Oh, yeah. The moral of this story is Toxic Coffin is the shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go on and get some of their shit. So I, 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 I grabbed the beanie, and I also got the Nalgene uh, water bottle, man. Oh, dang. Uh, Nalgene? They're doing that? That's sweet. Dude, it's Woo! this, like, uh, I love it. bright orange pumpkin carved. Oh, like that's a knife. sweet. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I cannot wait to get it. So that, that was a pre-order item, but... Uh, Head over to Toxic Cough and grab some stuff. Oh, the other thing I did buy as well is uh, Chris LaMartina, who brought us the WNUF Halloween special. Oh, yeah. Which is a wonderful, wonderful... It's um, one of our favorites. Yeah, dude. This time of year movie to watch. Uh, he made a second one. Just just, uh, just came out into the world. So you can head over to their website. I think it's WNUF.BigCartel.com, if I'm not mistaken. Big Cartel. Yep. yep. And you can uh, pick up the new film and I just uh, grabbed it today so and I can't wait to you, get it yeah and if you don't have the first one yet if you haven't seen the first one just go to Vinegar Syndrome buy the Blu-ray of the first one the WNUF Halloween special you'll be sold you will not be fucking disappointed because if you consume media the way Jamie and I do which is essentially like I've seen this 700 times it's background noise it's comfort uh, that is the perfect film to have you're on during your favorite time of year because it's just like the most comforting thing on earth the best justin you've been buying anything man uh nothing to actually no yeah i have uh from graveyard goods recently i got the uh beetlejuice shirt uh, that i wanted on the the front right pocket or left i'm sorry has the uh no feet picture of the ghosts uh-huh. and on the back it's got like the beetlejuice ad which i have hanging on my fridge anyways i know that makes yeah. me seem crazy i oh, actually no. emailed the dude uh from Graveyard Goods about it because I wanted the purple one. It sold out like immediately, but I got a black one, um, and I love that shirt. Other than that, 
Um, I've been uh, just looking at buying some more uh, Halloween decorations for yeah. the front porch. And you guys tell me every year, like, you just you don't have to like go crazy every year. Just buy one thing new every year. Just add to the pile. And uh, this year, I think I'm gonna finally do what I talked about a couple years ago with like buying the cardboard cutout, putting the evil eyes in the in the top windows. Amityville Horror House. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. So that's about it. Let us know when we're kicking that off. We'll be up in Cleveland to help you out. Oh, yeah. Please, please do. All right. So last thing uh, before we jump into the episode, we want to hit our family-oriented stuff. Jamie, you got anything going on with the kids that you want to mention before we jump in? Yeah. Uh, So we've been doing the decorating for Halloween thing. Yep. Uh, We have, like... We always the you know what the kids love those those like window um, window cling on things window clings yeah, yeah. Dude, they, they love, love those them. so nice. we have like all the the like they came into my office today and we're decorating my office with like evil eyes and like skeletons and yeah, shit I'm all about it. it I love it and it's um, one of those like non obtrusive thing I think the reason yeah, they like it so totally much is because we empower it because it's can, like yeah fuck yeah get yeah. the window yeah. cling yeah. we can move it this be creative yeah yeah. Uh, but then the kids fight over them and shit. It's like, ugh, that's just normal kid <clears throat> shit. But, yeah, they ruin um, everything. We love them. But. I wanted to mention, <laughs> uh, last week we went to, my wife and I went to this fucking uh, corn maze thing that they have. Apparently, I didn't even know that this existed, but it's like a beer tasting type thing that you buy tickets for, but it takes place in a hay, uh, like a corn maze. What? Uh, and they call it the maze craze. And so you go and like there's different stations. So with your ticket comes all these drink tickets, like these tasting tickets. And you have to find the different tasting booths within the corn maze. And so there's like 12 different booths set up serving booze. You pick whichever one you want, whatever option is available at each little thing that's stationed within the corn maze. Dude, it was fucking so fun. Yeah, that's like I was just like laughing and smiling the whole time. You're Uh, uh, describing the plot of Freddy vs. Jason. (laughs) That's what you're Dude, doing. it felt like I, nobody who was with me knew that party scene in Freddy vs. Jason. And I kept like saying, Bring like, it up. "This yeah. is Freddy vs. Jason," and they were like, "We don't know what you mean." So, like, all right, well, it is that offensive it's lineman from yeah. uh, from that football movie, Varsity Blues, Varsity is about Blues. to run out. Yeah, no, he's coming. Yeah, I was yeah. feeling that the whole time. Nice Amazing. man, but it was, dude, it was a blast, and it was a great way to kick off uh, the fall season. Justin, I know you're not a, a dad yet, but no. you got anything family, uh, yeah. family or friend oriented yeah, related sure, to sure. The, the season? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I got Lydia, my dog, a uh, new costume this year, another uh, skeleton costume, Ooh. and I'm still trying to find my cat, Master Splinter, uh, costume. But he's gonna be a little tricky to fit into uh, something. He's a bit of a whale. I love, I, love, I love my boy. He's my special boy, but he's he's a bit of a bit of a whale. Does he have a tail? He has no tail, and he's a bit of a whale. Oh. And it's tough to find costumes because most he, of them yeah, involve they don't, a tail. I've, I've, I'm gonna keep trying, but everything I've bought for him, he is just not fitting into, and he's miserable. So um, you, you know, custom, I gotta respect his boundaries. Is all custom stitch something. But Lydia's like, put put whatever you want to put on me. I don't care. This this is gonna suck for a night, but I'm I'm good with it. Oh. Who'd you name uh, Lydia after? Oh boy, did I? Um, Lydia Dietz uh, after Winona Winona's Rider. Winona, yeah, sorry, Winona Ryder's character in Winona's uh, Riders. Winona's Riders. Yes. Um, in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, dude, love that. So Jamie, similarly, uh, we decorated for Halloween at my house, and we did it last this past Sunday, which was like, like personal, like as a parent, a really bad day. Uh, fo- football started. 
So I was super excited to watch football, but um, my daughter's been cheerleading, so we had a game for her. Uh, so we're at, right at one, right? And it was like, at one, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but at the game, I was like three rows back, and this this kid was like climbing over this fence. Oh no! It happened right in front of me, and she like fell and split her chin open, oh. and I like I ran to intervene, and I was like one tenth of one second too late to like stop something from happening. So just like totally, yeah, that ruins your day. I felt so bad for her, and it just like ruined yeah. my brain uh, for that whole it's that day. Dad brain, dude. Dad yeah. brain. I mean, even yeah. even as not dad brain, that's that's tough. Being the first one there to witness it happen, oh, dude. John, just makes it worse. Yeah. I know. Maybe maybe feel so bad. But uh, we came home and I was like, you know what? We're gonna do the outside. It was raining and shit. And my wife Brittany was like, are, are you sure you want to do this now? And I was like, I I need this. And the kids are out there in raincoats yeah. and we're like, we're digging uh, holes to put in the fake graves and we're awesome. hanging the pumpkin lights and we're uh, doing the whole thing. So we, we knocked that out this Sunday and it was a, it was a really good time. Nice. Was, That's great. So That's cool, excited. man. Yeah. So, uh, just in case you hear in the background, by the way, there's a coyote whooping, uh, and it's terrifying oh, and we're going to get eaten alive. I thought, that, okay. I thought that was the kids. No, no, no. Are they sleeping yet or no? Probably. I saw them in their pajamas. They're getting ready for bed. They're in their skeleton. I tried pajamas. to show them my skeleton socks and they're like, we don't care. Uncle Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Scram, bud. Get out of here. Yeah. We're watching zombies. <laughs> Leave us alone, creep. Yeah. All right. So a couple quick shouts before we jump into the episode. We do have a Patreon, as I mentioned. We've got a $5 tier and a $10 tier. If you're interested for in some additional content, please head over to patreon.com slash horror dads and consider subscribing. Uh, there's a ton of great bonus content in there. I think there are 40, 50 uh, bonus episodes that you unlock all at once uh, at the $10 tier. So if you're really into the show and you want to head over there. Uh, feel free to jump over and check that out. As I mentioned, we do have new shirts that are going to be coming to the shop. But if you want to head over now and see what's in there currently, we do have existing shirts. We've got koozies. We've got stickers. Tons of great stuff. So yeah. head over to HorrorDads.com and take a look. Wear a sticker. You could wear a sticker. Wear it. Uh, follow us on social media. Pretty much everywhere at uh, HorrorDads. But Instagram's our primary channel. And uh, if you do have a moment to head over on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen and give us a five-star review. Five-star. It goes a very, very long way in making sure uh, others can find us, and we, we greatly appreciate that. Five-star. Jamie's harmonizing my spiel with... <laughs> five-star. Yes, five-star. We love you. We love you. We love you. All right, with that, <laughs> let's get at it. Let's write some love letter to fall part three love with some... Uh, all right, so we're going to talk about nine films. Uh, full disclosure. Nine things. Yeah. Right? We're going to talk about nine. Nine showings. Installments is what I think yeah. we defined it as. Showings. Showings. Nine, nine showings. Yes, perfect. Oh, there nine you go. different <laughs> demonstrations. <Yeah. laughs> also, when we do these fall episodes, I'm just going to say it right now. We drink. Of beers, so sorry no, to everybody. We've also no, had we a few tequila shots. Yeah. Yeah. Never had never Jamie seen. and I are not shot taken guys, but on uh, the love letter to follow episodes, I guess we are. When we get with you know what it is, uh, I'll slur. <laughs> it's when we get with friends, yeah. yeah, and we will uh, not hesitate to take some shots with friends. So here we are. Don't run yep. away from love in all know? of our slur and glory. Don't run away from love. Don't, Don't run away from love. Oh, all right. <laughs> Jamie's making songs. Yeah. All right, so we each have three installments, showings, viewings. Uh, we're we're gonna pick. Uh, we're gonna go round robin. Um, yeah. We're each gonna talk about one, and uh, Justin, 
we're gonna end with you, right, Jamie? Do you want to sure. start? Yeah, Sweet. I do. Yeah. Oh man, I'm pumped about this. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. So my first pick is gonna be something. Uh, so did we touch on the fact that these are like uh, uh, things that we grew up on that got us into the Halloween season uh, as a child, right? Yeah, that's that's the premise of the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the biggest one for me is I remember this one. It was like. I always was over my cousin's house and uh, I can relate to this because like our kids are cousins and they love being together and they love uh, the one thing that our kids miss nowadays is like the network TV, which network TV fucking sucks now. Right. Um, You don't get that. Like we always had full house and TGIF and like, yeah, you know, Step by step and all this shit that was like so step huge. Just like every Friday, day every fucking day. Day <laughs> every kid in America was tuning in to TGIF, right? TGIF. But you don't get that nowadays. It's like, oh, my kid's watching YouTube or my kid's watching um, yeah. whatever the fuck so on true. Netflix. So true. But anyways, like, so as a kid growing up, like one of the things that we always did in the fall was the different Halloween specials. And the biggest one for me at the time was uh, Garfield's Halloween Adventure. It's my favorite time of the year. Gimme. I love Halloween. Ghosts, goblins, me and Odie, and Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Tonight. Ooh. Uh, And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, It was like, dude, like we had Charlie Brown. We had all these like annual shit. But like to me, this was the one. Um, the initial release date was October 30th of 1985, so I would have been four, uh, so it's like the perfect, so like I grew up probably with this, you know? Yeah. And, um, I remember like it, when you watch it now, it's not scary at all. The songs really have no relevance to Halloween. They're like <laughs> yeah, these weird yeah. songs. You're like, these aren't spooky. Right. They're not like, yeah. what even is this song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like the one, the, like the moment that stuck out for me was when they go to the old man's house. And he's sitting in that chair by like the oh, fireplace. Man. Yeah. Dude, so fucking scary. His and we voice. always like every year we had this thing where we'd be like, hey, here's the old man. And we would all hide. So and like low. it was just really fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then you have like the ghost of the pirates and everything. But just for me, the big thing was just like the old man in the house. And just so fucking creepy to me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that was like my moment as a kid was like, oh my God, like we're all going to gather around the TV at 7 p.m. on this Thursday yeah. night or whatever, you know? <laughs> I love so much how, like, that old man's voice, you're right, is absolutely terrifying. It's low yeah. as hell. And, like, Odie and Garfield just keep trying to leave during that scene. They're like, all right, well, we're going to, you know, this was a nice talk and everything. We're going to go this way. And he's we're like, you should out. listen if you know what's good for you. <laughs> but he's relentless, that guy. That's, that's, a, that's a great pick, man. Like, yeah, I love that. Did you uh, have, like, a Garfield thing as a kid? Was it a show for you, or was this, like, a standout? So, it was the special thing for me. Yeah. Uh, again, that's yeah. what I was alluding to, is, like, for me growing up, it was always the, like, network special. So, like, Charlie Brown was huge. Uh, this was huge. Uh, the different ones, like, the different animated ones for us were just, like, so big. And it was always yeah. just an event, you know? Like, they would make the popcorn, and, like, now it's like our kids are kind of spoiled. We do that all the fucking time. Yeah. Oh, it's Friday night movie night. But, like, at the time growing up, those were the big moments for us where those like different special, we didn't have Netflix. We didn't have all this shit that you could just stream whatever, whenever you wanted. So right. these things were big events for us, you know? Yeah. And so like watching this stuff now is such like a throwback and such a nostalgic like moment for me. So it's, it's really fun to even go back and watch because it, it brings you back to that moment of being a kid, you know? I, I got a question for you being that this is like your first pick. Yeah. Did you realize as a child that Garfield's mouth never moves? 
Yeah, I mean, so because I didn't, and I, rewatching this, I was ruined. But I it's did weird, realize yeah. as an adult last week, as a thirty-five-year-old man, weird, yeah. I said, well, "Huh, his mouth doesn't uh, move." It's just him thinking, I think. Yeah, well, because yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a that's cat, the, so that's like, the thing. Yeah. what's John? Right? What's the uh, John, yeah. John? Like yeah, John doesn't owner yeah. know that he's speaking. And he yeah. comes sure. back for the cinnamon roll and the bacon, exactly and stuff, the like, lasagna. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, I have the lasagna oh, he too. I guess loves lasagna. Yeah. Fat cat, but um, yeah, I was just curious if you thought about that. Yeah, one. yeah, because I do you guys remember the cartoon where it was like it was a Saturday morning cartoon of Garfield and like half was Garfield, but then half was like that farm, dude. Yes, with like the egg with like the yeah. legs, yeah. yeah. Sheldon, yeah. Sheldon was that, so was that his name? Weird. Their name, yeah, Sheldon, but then yeah, there was so it was such like a thing, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, dude, like until you said that just now, like I. Garfield now, and Friends. Garfield and Friends. It yeah. was Garfield amazing. and Friends. It was yes. so Holy good. shit. <laughs> no, Garfield yeah. and Friends was the jam. But all the Garfield specials, like even the, how, uh, the Christmas one. Love that fucking Christmas yeah. one. That was also a big moment a for us as kids. Garfield. Yeah. I, at Walmart a few years back, I bought this like how, uh, Garfield holiday special kit, which was just like Garfield like holiday specials. Yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Love it. I keep putting it on for my kids, and they're like, essentially, they're saying, like, Dad, we don't fucking like this. But Garfield is so but funny, they're children. Trying to be, it's it's, it's kind of sweet to see your kids, like, know that something is important to you and acknowledge. They try, right? feel yeah. like, they're, like, even a thread of empathy, because <laughs> right. uh, you see their reservation, and like, oh, I don't want to disappoint them. Oh, that's, but that's cute, though. I remember so distinctly, like, my dad trying to show me stuff, like the movie The Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. Like at the age of like sure. nine, and wow. I was like not into this dad, and he was like, "No, but you don't get." It. And then at, later in life, he was like, "Yeah, it showed showed you that way too young." Yeah, I don't uh, know why I did that. Yeah, but Sorry. also there's things that stuck with you, right? Like uh, Christmas in Connecticut, like yeah, that's, that's something that could have gone huge. right over your head, and you could have like, but you know, there's things that will hit for them, and that's why I'm just gonna keep forcing shit down their fucking throats <laughs> because one day something Man, will you're, stick. That started very sweet and ended Boy, did very that violent. Escalate yes. quickly. <laughs> Holy dad power! I remember distinctly spending a lot of time uh with these specials growing up and uh having them recorded on vhs tapes and stuff and so for the the new ones listening jamie is married to my sister so uh my sister and i would spend a ton of time uh with a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about yeah which is super that's the point of this yeah yeah good one man garfield great pick bud very good one all right so uh i'm up next right yes sir okay here we go just get the uh, nasty, nasty one out of the way with up front. Uh, okay. So, uh, the year. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 a pathetic whistle from Justy. That's all the breath uh, leaving your body. <laughs> I believe the year was 1992, if I'm not mistaken, but this is an episode of Tales from the Crypt called Only Skin Deep. Thank you. 
Fuck uh, you, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this so, took all the holiday, holiday cheer out of my body. Oh, man. All right, so this is directed by William Malone. Uh, it's uh, season six, episode two, starring uh, Peter Onorat, Sherry, Sherry Ray, and Stephen Liska. I believe are the uh, folks we're talking about here. <sighs> sure, but holy shit! So. For those that don't remember this episode, this episode takes place, it's essentially like there's a Halloween party, which is like the core oh, of this. Oh, my and, God. And growing up... Oof, I'm uh, cringing. I'm so, cringing thinking about this episode. So Tales from the Crypt was a very adult show. Jamie and I were talking about this, and yeah. even as adults, sometimes we watch stuff on Tales from the Crypt, and it's like, am I old enough to be watching this? I'm almost fucking 40. This is the one. Yeah. Mm, it's, yeah. So, so... This one is a very good demonstration of that being total fact. But uh, HBO as hell, and we, my sister and I, we had HBO growing up, uh, so... HBO as hell. Dude. Like, this is home Indeed. box office yeah. as, it, as it can get. <laughs> because, I, I mean, we're talking about the era growing up, so if, the, if it's 92, you're talking about, like, I don't think you could say damn on television. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. the censorship, like... The family-friendly stuff was very, very, like, it wasn't quite Leave it to Beaver, but it was Leave it to Beaver plus two, right? Yeah. You're step by step. Yep. Um, so you had these, like, very, very sensitive family-friendly things in, in publication, and then you jump over to HBO, and it's like, okay, this is where we're going to push the envelope. Whereas... <laughs> there it is. Jamie. <laughs> So, uh, edit that out. <laughs> no, no, we're keeping that. That's staying in there, bud. Yeah. You made your bed. <laughs> I know, I have to line it. Uh, but yeah, so this episode's about a violent, hot tempered man, and he goes to this Halloween party, which is hosted, I think, by his ex girlfriend or ex wife. Um, and he meets this, like, beautiful masked woman who has pretty much, like, more, more problems than he does. And this dude's riddled with I'd problems. Say. So, growing up, uh, I remember interacting with this episode simply because of the mask. Like, the mask of uh, the woman he meets. So, like, the Halloween-ness, the Halloween-centricness of this episode is very prevalent because it's centered around this party. And it feels, it's kind of oozing with Halloween. It has this, like, 90s start to it. Uh, We talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer all the time. And, like, the intro to this episode, you've got this, like, live band. And it's this dude who looks like he's from Weezer or maybe some fuck that works at H&R Block, like, jamming on the guitar, like, this 90s... Definitely like, Office Depot vibe. Yeah, this, like, 90s track. And uh, everyone's, like, just decked out, dressed to the nines, and it, it feels so Halloween-y, and this is the kind of party, like, even us as adults, like, if we go to a Halloween party, this is what you want, you know? It's like... They fall to, to the a certain the extent. For sure, John. They're going at it. Uh, so you have our, our main protagonist, which is this prick, hot-tempered douchebag uh, who has the worst costume in the place. And he comes in, and he's talking to his friend who's basically assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and they're having this conversation about, hey, you shouldn't be here. Hey, I should be here. Hey, you shouldn't. Hey, I should. Uh, this back and forth, this tenseness. Uh, but it evolves into this uh, douchey character basically feeling uh, resentment um, and attitude and anger toward the situation he's in. And he meets this um, uh, seemingly very attractive woman who is in the kitchen at this party, and she's wearing, like, the most hideous mask you could ever imagine. Scary. Um, yeah, dude. Not pleasant looking or, wel- or welcoming. Not but at all. But it's Halloween. But it's Halloween. 
So they jive and they they get into it. Um, they jive. But so they fucking jive, they Justin. They jive. Oh, they jive. So what I remember as a kid from this episode is the transient nature of HBO. Like you're not choosing to watch something. Like something's on and you interact with it in whatever moment you're there. Um, so that being the framework, like I remember interacting with this episode and being so scared and seeing like the Halloween parts and the mask, but to, like coming in and out and not having a complete picture of this episode, but like it making an imprint on my brain. Watching it this week as a fucking adult. Oh, oh my, my God. God. If I had seen this episode start to finish as a, a seven year old. I don't know what I would be doing for a living right now. I might not have a job. John, that was the first thing that came to mind to me when I was watching this episode. I was thinking to myself, first off, John, you watch this as a child. What the hell? And then I stopped myself and I realized, wait, this was a big deal when I was a kid. My mom and her friends loved Tales from the Crypt, yeah. which is why I love Tales from the Crypt. And we had these like open concept steps at my house in Youngstown back in the day. And I'd always peek through the steps and I'd watch these episodes. Yeah. They didn't know I was. And so I'd you, watch, like, you interpret it in snippets, yeah, right? Yeah, in snippets. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember all these. And like, Same experience bad, for yeah. I should not have seen this stuff at age yeah. six or age five. But, you know, it formed me into the Dude, person that I am no. today. <laughs> Whatever oh, that means. <laughs> absolutely not. But that, so, so same deal. Like, I, I, I uh, interpreted this through different snippets, through different encounters. Uh, it was not a start to finish watch. Yeah. But now that I've had a start to finish watch, let's talk about the episode a little bit. Um, so Justin, first and foremost, when I moved to Cleveland with my wife, yeah, when we had our first oh, our man. first baby, lovely times. Um, we were living on the west side, really close to you. Yeah. And every Friday night, you and I would go to the beer shop and we'd get a growler. Growler right? two. Or two, Possibly and we'd split three. it or both, and we would uh, we would watch Tales from the Crypt like every Friday night. Yeah. It was our thing. Um, I don't think we made it to season six to this episode necessarily. No, but um, this one's really really intense. There's this very very intense sex scene that happens. It's actually like one of the most grotesque. Justin, uh, do you want to do yeah. some impersonations? Yeah, no, I don't want to, but I'll do it just so everybody gets the idea. Yeah. They're on. A what would you call it? It's like a mattress topper it's an with, egg like, crate. with like with like with like yeah. the egg like foam like yes. shape. It's shit. an egg crate, yeah. And he's just going to town, and she's just dead faced with her mask on, which oh, is not dude, a mask. So upsetting. And she's just telling him to get it all out, you know, all the hurt, all the pain. And this guy's going to get town. Get it all and, out. Yeah, it's bad. She's like, that's all right. the hurt. Get it all out. All the all the hurt, all the pain. Yeah. And he's just Ugh. this awful dude is just like doing that. It's bad. But, uh, yeah, that's all I can explain uh, before before I ruin the end of the story. But, uh, yeah, I think the, the purpose of, of this episode is for this guy to get his comeuppance because he's, he's not a good dude. He's abusive. Uh, he's a piece of shit. And, yeah, I mean, uh, so. And they, they do this thing where it's like, no inhibitions, the definition of anonymity. Yeah. We're going to wear our masks, masks the whole yeah. time. And then uh, he... He's like, that was incredible. I need to know everything about you. And she's like, get out. And then you basically find out she's Leatherface. So that's pretty yeah. much the, the story. I'll never take a hair of the dog uh, shot from anyone ever oh, after that. Dude. So this is season six, episode two, only skin deep, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, if you really want to ruin your night, watch this one. But, I mean, this show's great. The Crypt Keeper has some antics to bring you in. He looks like a card. Hounds. Hounds howling in the distance. 
Uh, that was a, uh, he looks like a Havana card dealer yeah, yeah, in the yeah. intro. Um, it's, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good. You're cer- you uh, certainly are not going to feel good about yourself. No. Watching this one. Nope. Garfield, good vibes. I this? love the pivot of Garfield to, to crazy Holy sex scene Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie and I are different people, and this is why. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Justin. Holy hell. What's your number one here, man? Yeah, so my number one is going to be Ernest Scared Stupid from 1991. Touchdown pictures. First there was Jason. Then there was Freddy. Now, terror has a new name. <laughs> Ernest, Scared Stupid, an all-new movie rated PG. Starts traveling October 11th at a theater. Thank God for some levity here, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No problem, no problem. Here to help. Uh, so, yeah, uh, to start off, yeah, Ernest, like, it was a whole series. If, if everybody remembers from the 90s, there was Ernest Goes to Camp. That was my that was my jam, yeah, it Goes man. to Camp. He yeah. goes to school, yeah. Yeah. like... At the some point, on his face. At, yeah, yeah. At some point, <laughs> Ernest is in the army, and like I think he goes to jail at some point too. Like, what is happening in the series? He does. Doesn't matter. But I think what what brought me to love the Ernest series so much when I was a kid was the fact that Jim Varney was so talented. That dude Incredible. was so good at doing multiple characters, and they always snuck it into every Ernest movie. And like, if anybody knows me, part of me is just I do whether you like them or not, or whether they're good or not. I do stupid voices, and that's just part of me. And Jim Varney, like, is all of that. He embodies all of that. Um, everything from the idea of like he's like playing this like little old lady in the movie, where where she's saying like Hair- hairspray will fix anything. Like, there's just like inside the like when they're <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out how do we fix this troll situation. But basically, this movie is about. Uh, Ernest is, is working in this town and um, he's driving a garbage truck around and basically his great ancestor buries a troll that was terrorizing the, the town and and taking all of the kids and turning them into wooden dolls and people were losing their kids basically. So they buried this troll, they, they wrapped him in some sort of seance thing, buried it and then Ernest jokingly says the thing that brings the troll back to life. So then he's essentially tasked with yeah. how do you, you know, how do you, how get, rid do, of how do you get rid of this yeah. thing? Way to go, Ern. And this movie, I think, formed me mostly because it was a big part of how I would tease my sisters growing up. I didn't have a lot of my sisters. They were stronger than me for a long time. I respect <laughs> women to the fullest because of my, my upbringing. And growing up, the only thing I ever had was to able to like say this to my sisters and then run away and hide. And it was this line from Ernest and he says he looks at them and he says, How about a bumper sandwich how about a bumper sandwich, bugger lips? And booger I would say lips. that to my sisters and they would kick my ass every time. Oh, um, dude. oh my so god. This movie's important to me, uh, for a few different reasons, but mainly the the nostalgia of of uh, just watching it as a kid. My sisters watched it too, but I really loved it. Yeah, his his acting style is so it's like um very Jim Carrey esque in the in the sense that it's like yes. body acting. You know what I Dude, mean? Like he great. every scene he does the shit yeah, out of like the facial shit. Yeah, he, he does it. But this this movie is riddled with nostalgia, uh, to your point. Yeah. And I remember so distinctly the cover to this film, um, so prominently in the video store. And I remember every time we'd want to rent it around this time of year, it would be like September. And it was like, nope, not there. Uh, Because someone would gobble it up immediately and keep it for a month. Yep. 
Uh, Dude, yes. But yeah, I, I I I spent so much time with this movie as a kid. It's great. It's such yeah. a goodie. There's like there's so many random scenes too where it's like, like the thing that the, when you see the troll running for the first time, you're like, is that is that is the troll a professional running back in the NFL? <laughs> Dude, He's just <laughs> like plowing people over. Like, how is he that small, stout, and fast? Get out of his way. It's Ezekiel Elliott. And like yeah, my main take running. on the movie was yeah. that, and also like that bully in that movie is also like a Diet Coke buzz from Home Alone. Like he's, he's the shithead with the Dude, ball. Dude, one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Like they told you how a to act. Diet exactly. Coke buzz. One hundred percent. Also, I feel like we would have had no like oh, dude. nutty professor like uh, dinner scene. Oh uh, right, like Eddie Murphy. I feel like exists because Jim Barney yeah, existed. Man. You know, like uh, he was like the OG of the multiple like, yeah. character. And Eddie deal. Murphy's yeah. amazing at it. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. So He's good. like the guy that you think of now. But yeah. That's because you forget about Jim Barney. Yeah, for sure. Jim Barney was, yeah. was, was a man. Yeah, he was yeah. great. Jamie, you had a lot of time with this movie, I would imagine, right? Yeah, uh, so my, the thing is, is my parents weren't as keen on the Halloween stuff, you okay, know, yeah. but like, so but actually I spent right? more time with, I spent way more time with Ernest Goes to Camp than I did this one, uh, but this was certainly a part of my childhood, so it was a great fucking choice. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Fun, fun watch. Kids, yeah. kids might not love it nowadays, but we love no. it as kids, and I think that's yeah. why we're talking about this right now. It, it's funny because when I put this on, I rented it. Because I don't own it, uh, and you have to rent yeah. it for like yeah. unless you watch it on YouTube. But I didn't. I didn't want the low quality, so I spent the four bucks, and I was like, I should have my kids watch this. And then after, I, as I was watching it, I was like, they'll never fucking watch this. They just won't. I do like they did not skimp on the uh, practical effects in this movie. No, they they really no. did. They did not. Like I, I would love to know the budget. I don't know what it is oh, offhand. Those boogers, though. Those those are they're the great. white. The white. It's like a. I know the stuff. Yeah, the, like, the troll looked fucking great. Oh, like also yeah. like like not to make another connection to another movie, but when those other trolls start to spawn, does anybody else get the vibe they look like the kill, the clowns from Killer Clowns in Outer Space? They've got that same like vibe of the other clowns. This came out what ninety one, so it was after. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's something going on there. They definitely borrowed. Yeah. And then yeah. Rimshot drives in every movie. I never yeah. picked that up. Yeah. He's a dog. Wait, why? He, he drives. He can drive. I don't get it. That's fine. That's all. Rimshot. I mean, yeah. It's fucking earnest, right? Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Does whatever he wants. All right, man. Great pick. So those are our number ones. We've each got two more. Jamie, bring us to your number two, buddy. All right. So I'm excited about this one. All right. So my number two is The Last Halloween. Happiness reigned on a distant red planet. But one sad day, the Martians ran out of a cherished element they called Kubi. Four brave volunteers blasted off to search the galaxy. One special night, their Kubi meter locked onto a course straight for Earth. It was Halloween. Oh my God. So, oh this was a. T- yeah. <laughs> 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 Your guys' reaction says it all. Wow. All right, so this was a Halloween special. Uh, it originally aired October 28th, 1991. So, this is another one that, like, I grew up with my cousins. I would have been 10 years old at this point. Uh, so, this is a perfect fucking age for something oh, like this, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's about this, like, group of uh, aliens that are sent to Earth for together candy, I guess, is the plot. I don't fucking yeah. know. But yep. simultaneously, the kid's uh, dad, who yeah. 
is like grandfathered into this like candy factory in town. Uh, there's the like candy a candy factory is yeah, going yeah. under something because of the lake or there's a water supply issue. Weird, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Something weird going plot, on the water. Yeah, something with the water supply is affecting the candy manufacturing. So they're like, well, this will be the end of Halloween in our town. Um, but <laughs> because these aliens have happened to have landed, uh, that everyone just suspects their kids in Halloween costumes. Yep. Uh, they somehow help the kids save the water supply and, uh, thus save the candy factory and save Halloween in the process. Uh, this was produced by Hanna-Barbera. I think we're all familiar oh, with them. Oh, we know Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. And this, Boy, do dude, we. This was like one of those things. You know what's funny about this movie, John? Uh, it's, so this was like a 28-minute like feature, right? Very so quick, yeah. It was probably like a 45-minute TV special. Uh, but your dad won't shut the fuck up about this No, thing. dude, I, I was going to bring this up. Yeah. Wait, your dad yeah. likes this movie? Because Jamie, Jamie. brought it up to him. <laughs> yes. And my dad was like... Wait, are you talking about blah, blah, blah? Yeah, my son-in-law likes this movie. You mean the one with the aliens and, like, the... Then they landed on it, and then... I, I honestly, like, obviously, I have a horror podcast with Jamie to yeah. talk about this kind of thing. But, like, I had to leave the room. Because they, they started, like, across the room, and then I look, and they're, like, sitting on the same couch cushion, like, deep dive digging into this thing. And I was like, well, all right. Well, yeah, you guys both remember this. But, dude... Yeah. So they they called the candy Kubi, yeah, Kubi. Like the, what what they called it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have to say, did you guys watch it for this? I, I've yes, I I watched it for this and I've seen it multiple Justin? times. Yeah. All right, so I have yeah, to I say, did. this did younger. not fucking didn't hold up. It didn't hold up for me. It's is with the animations that did it for I, you. Honestly, part of it was probably just the YouTube quality translation. Yeah, the quality sure. is shit that does yeah. just doesn't help. Well, just so you know, that's how it looked when you saw it like twenty years ago. One dude, one hundred percent, yeah. yeah. But also, uh, I don't know. I just, well, I wasn't totally vibing with the... Uh, I mean, there there are some, like, some cool spots of it, though. Like, yeah. Hans, the, like, you can call him the Igor of the of the sure, show. Sure, yeah. Is, yeah, dude. Is the bailiff from Night Court from the early exactly, 90s. Exactly, yeah, Night Court. So, like, there's that, which, is, oh which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. You Justin, remember him, right? So did I, but that also... so funny in Night Court. Also, like, I, I, I was hated like, that show when I was a kid. Shouldn't even bring Night Court up because no one's going to know no, what the fuck no, that is. No, it's... Dude, yeah. Night Court, my mom loved that show and I was like, this dude, is stupid. Same. Nick at now night. I'm like, I appreciate that. I would fall asleep to it and be like, I fucking hate this. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I... God damn. I completely forgot but, that was a thing until you guys just were talking about it. Also, yeah. like, not Unreal. to like... To, I'm trying to like build you up here because like, I don't want you to be too bummed about your pick. It's a good pick. The voices for the aliens were pretty cool. Like the one point where like the little kid runs away and he's like goes to skip stones and he's like mad at his dad or something. Oh, dude! And yeah, the yeah. one alien yeah. walks up. He's like, "Yo, where's Michael going?" And he's like, and the other one's like, "He'll be back soon." <laughs> like it's like the voices are like there was one. I guarantee oh, that was man. one person that did all those voices and he got yeah. paid yeah, yeah, yeah. a minimal amount. <laughs> 50 bucks. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't feel bad about the choice at all because the whole point of this is like what inspired you as a kid to love Halloween and like, dude, yeah. this fucking, this special was huge for me. It was good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like looking back on it, it's pretty shit. The Kubi, uh, but the, at Kubi the time, is the candy it was so too. fucking big, dude. What's, uh, where, YouTube right now? Is that where you found it? You can watch it on YouTube, YouTube now, yeah. yeah. But it originally was CBS, uh, so it was one of those things where like as a kid, again, it's you know, pretty like short. 8 p.m. 
You guys like, want some uh, M&Ms and popcorn? Eight, 18 minutes or something. I think it was 28 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's relatively short. So if you want to check it out, yeah. Um, if you didn't grow up with this. You're going to, it's it, going to be a yeah, miss. It's going to be a little bit of a whiff. Yeah. Because um, like early 90s can be really fucking shitty. But oh, yeah. To, to, to be yeah. fair, let's just pause and talk about WNUF for a moment. But, but no, that's the point. Is like this nostalgia this is be, what drives stuff like that. If this were a segment on WNUF, we'd be yeah. like, brilliant. You know no, what I mean? Dude, 100%. Like, yeah. I'm not knocking it because it was fucking sure. huge in my life. It was a huge catalyst and why I love Halloween. Yep. Uh, it just like coming back now, especially on the YouTube. The YouTube really hurts. There's like the there's, quality on there. There's movies like that for all of us. I think yeah. like li- like uh, is it little yeah Little Monsters. Like I go back and yeah. I see that movie like that, but I still I still revisit it and I think it's great for sure. But well, you just gotta take it for what it was when you were a kid. These oh, TV that, specials uh, are like turquoise colored yeah, monster got, dude. Uh, yeah, Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or Howie, Mandel. Howie Mandel, yeah, yeah. These TV specials are harder because they were very low short, budget, and, yeah. super short. The yeah. CGI, the, I guess that's what that was. Yeah, it's just animation. Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Hey, Kevin, we're gonna remaster this. Terrible. Yeah. And Kevin's like, uh, <laughs> please don't get the They'll fuck away from the me. Flaws. Please. Yeah. yeah. I'll put right. resource into that. So that's my number two. Dude, great one. Which, I like honestly, it. I'm I'm fucking I'm so glad we got to talk about it because what year was it's that? One of those things. Uh, what did I say? 90, 91. So I was okay, so 10. You yeah. were 91? For Ernest, yeah. You were 91? Yep. My next pick is from 1991. Perfect. And my first pick was from like 92. Sweet. So, we're in the right realm, dude. dude. We're in yeah, the, I mean, we're all about the nostalgia. We so are. Yeah. We That's are. the point of this episode, honestly. Well, so. if, you're, if you're in the 5 to 10 year old range, like that's when these Yeah, guess our, guess our age is based off of that. We're not telling yeah. you, but good luck. Justin's 19. I love Coneheads. <laughs> Justin's 19. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I also love Conan's. I know, Sage. <laughs> All right, so I'm heading to a television show. Uh, some of you know in the United States, so I know we've got a lot of international listeners. So uh, international folks, uh, we were talking to our buddy Dave Weir, who lives up in Canada. So this was like, I guess, not a show available to uh, the people in Canada uh, when it was available to us, but. You can find it out there now. It was a show called Salute Your Shorts. The episode I'm talking about oh. is from 1991, season one, episode two. It's called The Ghost Story. The show is fuck yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Also known as Zeke the Plumber, who haunted Zeke so many dreams for so many kids. Uh, but this show starring Trevor Esther, Actually, yeah. uh, Danny Cooksey, Michael Bauer, Megan Berwick. Um, I will just make a comment before we get into the uh, description of uh, uh, the childhood acting on this. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty abhorrent. At times, and it's tough to swallow. It's tough to tough to manage. But like these are kids like giving a hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Of their day. Uh, yeah, I mean the acting is pretty shit at yeah. some points. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a product of its environment. It but, definitely. Uh, so this is about Bobby's 
uh, Bobby, who's the mullet-wearing um, kid who was also in Terminator 2. Budnick. 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 Bobby Budnick. Bobby Budnick. Uh, he's uh, doing this ghost story, uh, and he, he gets the campers to believe in this dream-invading Freddy Krueger-like uh, plumber. Or I guess he's a custodian that yep. has a tendency to be good at plumbing people's faces off. Uh, but who uses this uh, this accursed plunger to suck out secrets of their <laughs> of the children's heads? <laughs> so good. So before, like, you listen to that definition and you laugh and you you scoff and you're like, "What a fucking ridiculous thing!" Then you look at the image of Zeke the plumber. Oh so my you have God. this man in this uh, flannel long sleeve shirt who is wearing these baggy coverall um, overall jean overalls. And his head has this, like, I, I don't know, like it's plantation owner hat, which yeah, is fucking weird. It's Ugh. scary. It's weird. So he's got this, like, sun hat on, right? Yeah. And uh, his nose is, is gone. It's missing. It's bloody and uh, missing. That's the worst part of the whole thing. It's a mask and it's the bleeding. shitty, like, skin mask. Yeah. But he looks like a mask. So you look at it, you're like, that's upsetting to look at, but it's clearly a mask. And But the ratio of like how he looks to how he sounds is not equivalent. Because he nope. sounds fucking terrifying. Haunting. So haunting, so upsetting, so terrifying. Chills right now, I got him. <sighs> Ugh. I hate, I hate it. And he's jumping. But I, I love it. T- so to your TGIF point from yeah. your, your start, Jamie, like I remember so distinctly sitting down with my sister on Friday nights hitting the step-by-steps, hitting the uh, um, the family matters of oh, the yeah. world, oh, hitting yeah. the Saved by the Bells, and then shit like this crops up. Dude. And for the most part, this show is 98% fun-loving. This episode is honestly upsetting, and it's really scary. <laughs> it is. And I've been talking about Zeke the Plumber for like 30 years, it's a, literally. It has actually traumatized our generation. I this think episode, so. This singular episode. I mean, this is fucking well done. It was. So well done. What did done. she say? What does the girl say at the beginning? Like, it's the Freddy Krueger of custodians or something? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, which, which is kind of funny. What because, is this guy? Because, Freddy Krueger of custodians? Because Freddy Krueger was a custodian. So it's like, what? Did, what's going on there? Yeah. Like, Not only that, but like, this character is a ripoff of Freddy because he invades yeah, your dreams. Yeah, yeah. So Bobby. Instead of a like a knife glove, it's, it's a fucking it's plunger. It's good. So Bobby Budnick, okay, he's our, he's the center of this story. The worst actor of of the nineties. He's the biggest shitbag. Okay, he's just a fucking shitbag. So Budnick is basically like, he's the kid mullet. He's the kid who's mocking everyone, uh, who's giving everyone a hard time. They're like, you know what, Budnick, if you're so tough, you're. You're going to sleep out in the woods tonight, and you got to stay out there. And if you don't, you got to stand up in the lunchroom and tell everyone you're a chicken. God damn right? It. Like, that's pretty much the premise of the story. Chicken. Yeah. Uh, like, back in those days, that's a big deal. Like, so we, now it's like, that's stupid. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, text me when you're done, bitch. <laughs> Sounds good, man. So, but he agrees to this challenge, and then he does this home alone sequence where he's like, lining up broken chips, like this big bag of chips around him, and he's bitching about that. He's like, I said ruffles! Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a prick. Uh, so he does this oh whole thing, God. and it's... Redhead McAllister. It's funny how it all unfolds, but I, I, I do really like how 
the show was important, like to, to me and to my sister Jamie's wife. Growing up, um, we would watch it. Definitely watch it weekly. We would actually on Fridays we would watch TGIF, and then we had this like a it was like a pencil box that we would take. It was pink. It was like bright fucking pink, like that plate over there that you guys can't see, but that these guys can see. I see it. It's just like bright pencil box, and my sister and I would we would write movie titles on a scrap of paper. We'd put it in this pencil box and we'd shake it up. TGIF would be done. And then we'd shake it up and then we would pick one and whatever we picked, oh, we'd have to watch. You guys did that? That's so cool. my sister would pick like Free Willy and Titanic and I would pick like Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, so it would be like this huge disparity, right? <laughs> awesome. So it was either a romantic comedy. <laughs> I love this. Like uh, Clueless or it was like a bloodbath, right? Yeah. But this was that that time frame, and I, a lot of this was, I think, precipitated by things like this, which which spiraled into to that. But the dream sequences are totally based on Nightmare on Elm Street, Street oh, which I think are sure. so fucking fun. Um, exploiting uh, the fears of the kids, like, yeah. oh, hey, we don't want you to find out you have Mr. Hippo, or we don't want you to find out, you know, that, like... It was very Dream Warriors-ish. Yeah. yeah, it is. That scene, John, sorry to interject, but that scene is just amazing where he's just ripping that kid apart. Like, Dude, it's, it's so good. so good. He's like, looking off, also like looking over and seeing like a dude like plunging a toilet that makes no sense where the, why, the, why is the toilet right there and just in the middle of a window. Dude, it's he's so ridiculous. And <laughs> he's like, hey, who's there? And like the voice, like you said earlier, he's like, Friends call me Zeke. <laughs> and everyone, you're just looking at that as a kid, like, what is this? Like, cool, what, uh, what, what are you plunging, bud? Yeah. But uh, the one thing, the last thing I'm going to say about this is the bodily contact the kids in this episode have with that plunger, that's the real fear in this for me. I agree. You're touching a shit-riddled plunger, all it, you kids. The way that they touch the fucking plunger! In the so much. When Budnick's telling the story, he's like, he would travel with this, and the Michael kid, the hippo kid, a hippo, a stuffed animal kid. He's looking at the plumber, and he's like, or the plunger. He's, he's like, what's so scary about this? He's putting it on his face, like, on his dude, face. But gonna... the girl grabs it by the plunge. It's so gross. What yeah, are you doing? she does, dude. Jamie, your hand motion was exactly no how grabs she grabs it, grabs it by the plunge. <laughs> Don't grab by the plunge. Yeah. You never go full plunge. Don't. So, uh, yeah, that's my number two. <laughs> Zeke, the plumber. Friends call me Zeke. Friends call me Zeke. So, that, that, yeah. that impression was spot on, Justin. Oh, man. Yeah. Good pick, Good pick John. Hey, my friends no, call me Zeke. No, when he's like, actually, I laughed out loud when he took, when he took the, uh, when he takes the megaphone, he's like, attention campers, Michael likes to suck on his thumb and also sleeps with a hippo called Harry. <laughs> and he's like, don't tell him that. It's like, I just, what? I love the concept of like, but like that the meaning behind that whole thing, like you look at it now, it's like what a hokey fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. But like the meaning is so obvious and so scary to a kid. Like, because when you're twelve watching that show or you're eight watching that show, like that's the stuff you worry about, right? It's like, yeah. oh my god, if I go to school tomorrow and people find out I'm so sleeping with a blue blanket, like that would be the end of my life. Terrifying. And that's what yeah. they do. They exploit the hell out of that. It's, it's yeah. so it's scary as hell. Definitely. So, all right, that's my number two. All right, so Justin, your number two, buddy. All right, my number two. Uh, my number two is going to be from a very beloved 1990s show that we all know and I hope love as well, and that is Family Matters. Family Matters. 
Television, this day and age, to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside. Uh, the episode is from 1996, and it is the Halloween special, Steve-el, as in Steve Urkel's Evil Doll. Evil Doll. <laughs> Um, this might be my favorite choice of the whole night. It's so good, man. Thank this you. This is so fucking good. It's great. Uh, like I said, Family, Family Matters was incredible growing up, and I'm, I'm so happy to have had that that show. Um, but Part for, of the TGIF, It right? really is, yeah. man. It really is. That sitcom was so good. This was late, though. It was, what, season eight? Yeah, seven. Seven yeah. or eight, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 96. This was very late. This was They're when, on like, their Steve way Steve already lived yeah. with the family. Yeah. yeah. He was a full-grown adult wearing those pants still. <laughs> yeah, um, too old, Steve. But, I, dude, I loved when... Yeah. So, not to no, hijack this. Get in there. No, no hijacking. But when he would... So, speaking of the TGI the Friday stuff, like, being so into that, when Steve Urkel would be on TV... Yeah. And he'd come out and be like, didn't I do that? And everyone yeah. laugh. But then when he would come out, like, dress as himself, and he'd throw oh, his, like, his yeah. uh, blazer over his shoulder, and yep. everyone would be like, oh! Like the, yeah, yeah, the, Stefan. Yeah, the alter ego, yeah. Yeah, Stefan yeah, was the alter so ego. so fucking awesome. But go ahead, man. Um, yeah, I, I just love this episode so much because it's, one, it was, like, the like the sitcom version of Chucky, and they killed it. It was so good. It really was. And I think there's just so many, like, funny aspects about it. Like, the idea that... Steve Urkel like goes to try and like show them this doll and he's like, listen to it. Like I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do the doll voice. And he does the doll voice. And instead of Steve Urkel's voice, it's a normal sounding person's voice. Yeah. And they're like, Steve, we just wish you sounded like that all the time. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, what are you talking about? Um, but that like the, the Winslow's like decorations. That's another thing. I'm just super so jealous of during this, their whole house. So like good. when they Dude. open the door and you see the kids going out, the dresses, yeah. Dennis Robin, Michael Jordan, like they the, have the hay bales shit. out there and so shit. Good, yeah. Dude. But, um, yeah, the whole, the whole vibe of this episode is amazing. It is. These man. are, these There's, go back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Where yeah. like, you and the family or like your cousins or whoever all get together and watch these, these certain Halloween episodes. And it's like an event. Yeah. And like, yeah. The, basically, the premise of this episode, if anybody's un, unfamiliar, is Steve gets this doll. It's a puppet puppet doll, and he goes to sleep one night, and he realizes that it start come it starts to come to life. And over time, it starts to take over each member of the family. By take over, it's it's actually killing them without killing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he like he like hates the family, right? Because yeah. Steve loves them. So yeah, he's like, I'm yeah, yeah. Take them out of your life. Like, it's just yeah. gonna be us, Steve. <laughs> one by one, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> but at oh one point, like obviously, everybody knows. Uh, everybody knows Steve's love for Laura. But at one point, the doll's like, "Check the cupboard," <laughs> and Steve. He's like, there may, there may be some, some honey on the shelf. <laughs> and, and Steve opens the, sh- the cupboards, and it's Laura dissected into multiple sections of the shelf. And yeah. he's like, Laura. Like in the, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Laura, don't panic. Pull yourself together. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, but, like, oh, the, like the cheesiness of that show, like, never died. And, yeah, it's just a big part of my childhood. Like, I love that show so totally, much. Totally, totally. But again, uh, the, the disparity between the way the doll looks and the, the voice in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Much like the Salute Your Shirt. Like, they went all in on the voice. They were mm-hmm. like, we're not fucking around. Like, we're going to do an 
nasty evil no, it's voice. Real. Yeah, also, it is actually it was scary. So good, like fucking the puppet, like fucking dancing at times. Oh, like, yeah, dude, dude, dancing, like, dude, to, so fucking good. To be fair, not to be fair, to be honest, when he when that doll did that dance, I paused the the show and I got up to try and do the same salsa he's, the, he's, doing, a, he's doing a salsa dance the and then I stopped and I realized the windows were open I was like first uh, off stop I look like a maniac two I can't do this as well as the doll so oh my god close Justin. the curtains and I hit play uh, all right well no, just we're gonna it. need to get that on Patreon yeah you that's doing a dance I have no shame it's all good. <laughs> Uh, Instructor I my, led. I think my favorite part of this whole episode is when Steve comes down very innocently. This is before it gets scary. Like the very beginning of the episode is like him unveiling this showing this the doll. dummy that he yeah. like created. This him. And he pulls like the he has like a sheet on it. And he's like, I have a surprise for everybody, and like the whole family's <laughs> sitting around. And he pulls the sheet off, and Uncle Steve. Or Uncle, or Uncle Carl. Phil. Yeah, Carl. Uncle Carl. Carl, yeah. I always say Uncle it's Phil. It's just Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Carl. Uh, Uncle Carl or whoever the fuck. Yeah. Does that, like, he's like, ah! <laughs> Almost like mockingly. Yeah, he does. It's so funny to me. Carl's amazing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'll call him Uncle Phil every time. <laughs> I mean, he has that quality. Yes. He does. Same era. But Look up to him. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like, all around in this, watching this episode in an isolated way after having had 20 years experience with it uh it was so funny to like just fall back and step and realize like this is funny because that character has that character trait and it's like something that never wore off on me and i knew like oh yeah the brother he doesn't have a a sense of humor everybody else does but like yeah eddie's got the he's the cool guy and yeah he's athletic right and like he has these these things like that are funny about him and just going through this episode and having all that just naturally just reintroduce very quickly. And my brain instantly like reacted. It, it clicks to it. right away. Right. Yeah. It was insane. So yeah. did you guys, so this is uh, available on HBO max. They have every season of family matters they do, for yeah. some fucking yeah. reason. I don't know why. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll did be you honest. guys watch anything after this? I watched two episodes. Right, so, after this. So did I. <laughs> so the one where Steve is like wearing the jungle shit to like oh, monitor the yeah. park. Right, what a ride, this, man. <laughs> I instantly like it just I, kept rolling, and I was yeah. like, I was working or something, or doing, <laughs> Dude, doing something else, yeah. and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna, well, this is comfortable. Yeah, well, yeah. Just keep it going. Yeah. I secretly think my favorite aspect of that show is the banter between uh, Steve and Eddie, because at one point Eddie's like. I think there's a storm coming and Steve and Steve's laying down in his bed. They share a room together, by the way. And Steve's like, thank you, Al Roker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, with his, like his nostrils are flared. He's just like so condescending. Like Eddie, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like it's so funny. Oh dude. But I love that whole, like, Oh man. The, uh, the vibe of that episode is so, cause that, that show is so warm and inviting yes. and comfortable. Right. And they're like, okay, we're gonna take away your warmth. Yeah, we're gonna take yeah. your, take away your warmth, uh, warmth for a week. Yeah, and that's what they do. They're like, oh, it's gonna be the power might go out, and it's it's spooky and it's scary. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I like how they also they give that little up. warning at the beginning with Steve yeah. and like the yeah. kids. Tonight's episode, yeah. yeah. You might yeah. want to hide anyone who's a little too scared. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, like, don't that worry, Steve. includes you, Uncle Steve. Yeah, we <laughs> got like, you. We what? got you, Uncle Steve. It's fine. Yeah, Uncle Phil, so good. Uncle Phil. Wonderful pick, man. 
All right, let's jump to uh, your number one, Jamie. Yeah, so uh, this is one where, like, as a kid, this was just something that stuck with me. Like, this was, like, my favorite scary thing as a kid. Um, this came out in 1991, which we've okay. talked about a lot. Yeah. Hanging in uh, the zone. So I was 10, again, uh, which was huge in my life. Like, any time, like, a friend would sleep over, I'd put this on, and they'd be like, oh, my God, this again? Yeah. <laughs> um, so this movie was The Addams Family. Showtime! Unhappy, darling. Oh, yes. Yes, completely. May I have the salt? What do we say? Now. Children! Put down that antenna. <laughs> Uh, starring Angelica Houston, Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd. I mean, just like, this was so huge. Directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who also did the Men in Black franchise. Dude, so much semblance, I think, between those yeah. two franchises. Honestly, that. yeah. I, I didn't realize that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's real. Amazing. Um, so, the whole point of this movie is, like, Uncle Fester comes from the beyond. Uh, they think he's dead, like, for good, but he comes back. Uh, they thought he got sucked in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Comes back. Uh, Big fight. Or does he? Um, and he comes into the family, and, like, we just, like, the, we're introduced to this whole fucking ridiculous family and their dynamics, and it's just so fucking fun. Honestly, this movie is so fun. Um, and it had such, like, a... It didn't go overly, like, gothic. Uh, like, it was there. Uh, I feel like if they were to do Adam's Family now, which they did in an animated version, and it was, like, overly gothic, but at the time, like, it was just so, like, um, familial, but also very, like, kind of tortury, <laughs> no, fucked it, up, but in, like, yeah. a fun way. It's like a macabre yeah. family, and that's what the sequel was called, Family Values, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And they play on it even further, but I, I think, yeah, they, they disrupt, it's like a pattern interrupt. And they always did such a great job of taking and offsetting the Adams family with like the picture perfect like U.S. family. Like yeah, they'll bring them in. Hair. Yeah. yeah, you've got like the the perfect family, athletic dad, um, trophy wife, uh, pretty blonde dot. Like they'll take that whole right. like dichot. Then they'll just like establish this dichotomy where it's like okay, you've got this standard American. Uh, middle class thing, and then you also have the Adams family. Here's the yeah. other side of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. but they're uh, also incredibly rich. Was <laughs> that as which well. is so amazing, awesome to dismantle yeah. that. Which is like they just have so much money. Wealth is what drives um, normalcy, and right? for them, like they yeah. don't give a shit about their yes. wealth. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the way they drive the macabre, as you said, John, like the. The different things they do in the attic, like the the brother and sister with like the electric chair and just yeah, like yeah. the play with the arm cut off, like all this, lo all these little things they do that are just so fucking fun. They're dark, yeah. but yet they're so fun. Like uh, one of the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like when they're going through the tunnels. They're trying to uh, like find the uh, vault, and like they keep like mm -hmm. stuck oh, yeah. in their own books, and they get sucked into these tunnels. And they get spit out at the graveyard with like, uh, oh, here's Great Aunt Miriam. 
like her head was cut off. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, have, yeah. they have these different statues out there and like the graveyard and like all these like fun macabre different like sections of the house. Even like the the mother or the stepmother or whoever down in the basement. And yeah. Doing all her like little experiments and there's just so many oh, moments grandma, of this yeah. movie that like um, as a kid they were so wondrous to me and everything was so fucking like fascinating and it was just like this whole like world that you didn't know existed. The vault and like all this stuff was just so fucking fun and immersive to me. And I feel like they nailed that movie uh, for what it was supposed to be. Like, I'm sure there was a an audience of like 40-year-olds like us now that went and watched it with their kids. And they were like, I'm not connecting with this. But the kids were probably so immersed in it, you know? Yeah. And that was me. Like, I was so, like, every friend that would come over, but like, you have to watch this. Like, it's just so. It and is, nobody yeah. ever connected with it quite like I did. Uh, but it was just so, it was just a huge part of my childhood like it was one of those movies that i would watch over and over and over yeah um, and i loved every second i, I remember I, I even had like a monopoly uh adam's family oh board game gosh. that i would oh, that try to make real, everybody yeah. play yeah yep. was your family into you watching this yeah no i they i mean honestly i i think at this time like see you guys, you guys have to remember the 90s were a different goddamn we, time yeah 90s were different. You weren't sure. nearly as sensitive as we are now. Uh, so yeah, they were fine. They were fine with it. Yeah. We like we especially we, 91. We, I mean, it's essentially the 80s. We loved the the Adams family in our house. What everybody was way into it. My mom, my sisters, like all of us were super into it. My sister Nikki, I swear to this day, she has modeled herself off of Wednesday Adams. <laughs> like <laughs> at the one point so when was John's wife. <laughs> yep. <laughs> at the one point when. Uh, Wednesday's like asking for uh, like just being like rude the whole time and she's she's like may I have the salt what do we say and her response now and they give her the salt yeah yeah. well Wednesday is essentially Lydia yeah yeah Yeah. essentially yeah yeah. a little little more dark but yeah yeah she's definitely yeah that but that movie's so good dude like my I swear by this to this day as a child I thought this too but like if I can ever find a love that Gomez and Morticia Adams have, then I will be a very happy person. Dude, for sure. Like that's yeah. that's love. It's so those two authentic. It's feeling. authentic. Yeah. It's romantic. Yeah. It's genuine. Like all of it, man. I want that. It's so they good. Love, they want the same thing. And they, they love do. the same thing. Yeah. Yes, but there is so there is a Halloween scene in this movie. Um, that's what I, the point of this, I guess. Yeah. Was, um, the kids come up to the door, and then uh, Uncle, what's his name? Fester. No, wait. He's not the uncle. He's the, like oh, you're, the, you're, the no, caretaker, no, you're about the Lurch. butler. You're talking about Lurch. 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 Yeah. Lurch goes, comes to mm, the door and they're like, ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Because he's like the real fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah he, Lurch is yeah. So yeah, good. I feel like that movie takes you through a, uh, a few different like they take you through all the time frames really right like yeah, you, you okay. go through Halloween you touch Christmas at one point yeah um, so it's not one time frame but you do get some Halloween in there but. To me, this was a very Halloweenish type movie. That Lurch character, even to this day, if I'm going to put it on, it's like fall. Oh yeah, know? for sure it fits. That Lurch character is the same guy from uh, Twin Peaks. You can picture him. He's just bald. Oh my god! What do you mean? He's that guy. I'm only good for that, guys. I'm good for faces. Second <laughs> time oh you've blown god. my fucking mind, Justin. Faces Justin. And voices. Whoa, dude. You know who I'm talking about, right? In Tw- Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe yeah. you just did this to my brain. Man, oh man. Twice. Oh my god. I, I mean, is this pick. a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It might not be. 
No, this might be trying to impress us. But you have to think like the effects, even like with I know. fucking uh, the hand. Oh yeah, thing. Yeah, the thing. thing. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. thing. And yeah. like they do that ball with fucking yeah. cousin it and like cousin dude, it's go. Man, that movie is fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff on here that if you revisit, if you haven't seen, if you're a little bit younger and you haven't seen, like you're not gonna really relate to um, the last Halloween. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, but like you might relate. This, this like, one transcends. Like, Time, I think. Yeah, this yes. one I think I you would still connect to. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, also, it's still a lot of fun. I also think that Raul Julia, man, what a God that damn. dude! Too soon, too soon on that guy. What Way an incredible actor! Like, he killed it, and like he I mean, was amazing. Joke, honestly, all the actors like Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester, so fucking good, and that even Tully, that fucking prick. Yeah, so good. Does does the job Ra- though? Because you feel that's what I mean. Yeah. The acting, yeah. every actor fucking yeah. nailed it. Like that. Uh, what was she supposed to be the mother in yeah. the accent she was yeah. doing yeah. like the Russian <laughs> accent like even she's great like when you watch it like you connect with all the characters yep. right there's yep. no like disconnect like when you watch fucking the Camp on Awana shit like this Budnick is the worst goddamn actor I've ever seen for real yeah this Adam's and family like furious. this is legit <laughs> I'm angry yeah dude wonderful pick alright so that's Seriously. my last one good job the Adam's family 1991 very good. These picks that are good to watch with your kids keep going. Good job. All right, I got to, I have one, my last one here, and this is actually a movie, uh, similar to Jamie's pick here, but this was from 2000. Uh, yeah, it was 2000, exactly. But uh, this was Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. The Hanson kids are dying to get their mom out on a date. She'll go out, then we'll go out. Why don't I feel better about this? But when they find out... Dimitri's a vampire. Good point. They'll be dying to get her out of it. I'm not gonna let Dimitri turn mom into an onion. What? Disney Channel presents... I have the power. Yeah, right. Mom's got a date with a vampire. A Disney Channel original movie starring Caroline Ray. Enough! Mom's got a date with a vampire. Tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Disney Channel. Oh, wow. All right, so, John, I have to say real quick, I yeah. had never seen this. Yeah, so this yeah, came yeah. out in 2000, right? You're too All right, old. so I was yeah. in the military at this point. Like, there's no <laughs> way I'm watching a fucking made-for-TV Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> cut to 41 years old, and I'm laughing in my office. This is amazing. So you just have to get it at the right time, kids. Yeah, it's a Disney film, so you can get it on. Nineteen uh, isn't right. Forty-one, perfect. <laughs> you can get it on Disney Plus right now. Take note. So, as a person significantly younger than Jamie, uh, <laughs> Jamie's old military ass. Oh. Um, I I saw this. I was still probably too, in a in a spot that was too old, but it reflected on enough things where I was like, no, I. It hits those moments, dude. yeah. And I, I remember distinctly my dad uh, coming to my sister and I being like, oh, you guys can watch this vampire movie. And I was like, okay, cool. And he puts this on and I was like, what the fuck? It was made for TV. I was like, yeah. This is not a vampire Very made movie. for TV. But dude, this is honestly like the premise of Fright Night, basically. It's a little bit of Fright Night and Lost Boys. It's all those. Fright Night, Lost yeah. Boys, yep. Hocus Pocus. Like yeah. it has all those different sure. qualities from so many movies that we love yep. so much. Um, and it's, it's honestly, it's, it's really well done. It is, dude, it is well done. Cause and like when you watch Disney movies now, they're not this well done. No. This was good. And this was made for TV. Yeah. Disney movie. Cause this relates, like it's got you in the high school. So 
the the guy that plays the Van Helsing character. Yeah. We know who he is. We somebody, know. somebody, somebody knows, right? Yeah. You guys know what he was in? Yes. Yes. What? Revenge of the Nerds. And. That's all I know him from. Robert Carradine. What else? He's in the sequence of Body Bags. Oh, oh my god! The intro sequence. He's the bad he's, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. killer. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Damn. Yeah. So Damn, good. Damn. But uh, the premise of this movie really is about he's so good in the, he's these great. two kids who set their mom up on a date with a vampire. And that scene when he reaches out of his coffin and like replies on the <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, computer. Dude, so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so this was like it came out the perfect time. So this oh, was two thousand. So this was um I was not I was, I think, in eighth grade when this came out, right? So, uh, again, too old, maybe too old to be enjoying a movie of this kind this much. But uh, this was, like, when the internet was popular. You know, it's about a younger brother and older sister. I was a younger brother to an older sister. So the whole dichotomy of, like, yeah, their relationship was so yeah. great. Yeah. And uh, the introduction of, like, the presence that the internet has in this movie is really funny and enjoyable. Um, because they go into basically what's like a chat room. Uh, and respond to this like live vampire ad. <laughs> um, so like that that whole thing plays a factor. It's Italian food. Oh, dude! It it the, the crazy thing is that all starts with newspaper dating. Was that ever a thing? I had no idea. Yeah, dude, the yes, ads, the newspaper. It ads. was. Yeah. That blew my mind. That was like Tinder. That's what it was, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's sorry, Tinder, to center up. Yeah. Like I just had to comment on that. Yeah. No, but that's what Tinder was like. You know, 22 years ago. True. But tall, dark, handsome, drink of water, looking for a lady that just likes Italian food and love. <laughs> Doesn't like Italian food, but yeah. Yeah. In this one, <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. But in my version, you you, you do? do like it. Yeah. <laughs> you do? But uh, so I love the vibe, the early uh, late 90s, early 2000s, amazing. Um, the, the fact that they're getting grounded for... Kind of, kind of absurd reasons is really funny, and they kind of oh, like go yeah. with it. Like if I tell my kids to go to their room for being an asshole at dinner, they're not like gonna... they scream and throw a fit. And these kids listened, and the, the mom's like, "No, you're grounded. You didn't help your brother." And she's like, oh, "Fine." Damn it, and storms off. Yeah, that's how you know this is a movie. Uh, uh, because like even the kid is like, "No, I have backstage passes," and she's like, "Well, too bad." And he's like, Ugh. "Yeah." No, my kid would be like, I'm going to burn this fucking house down until uh, I get my way. But, yeah, so they, they basically fucking catfish a vampire, right, on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And then it creates they an opportunity do. because they're both they're both grounded. I like how they do that little dupe at the beginning where you think uh, Van Helsing it might be the vampire. Yeah. Right? Oh, they'll trick you. you know, like, oh, no, switch. this is the old innocent guy. Yeah. He's wearing stylish denim. It will double switch. They also don't hesitate to let you know right away. Do you, do you guys remember the name of the band? The Headless Horseman. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. that good. So, the Halloween vibe. But So, when, when they catfish the vampire, though, basically, and then they all go to the grocery store, that fucking grocery store, the way it's decorated on the inside. You don't have to tell me, John. Uh, if you told there. me right now. All right, you can go to Johnny. Little Debbie like, fucking Hostess Cakes. I heard... <laughs> I heard uh, a grocery chain here in Youngstown, Ohio is Giant Eagle. 
Yeah. Um, so if I went to Giant Eagle and it were decorated like that, I'd be like thrilled. But if you said I wouldn't you, leave, you got to drive two hours to Columbus, but it's going to be decorated that way. I would grocery shop in Columbus, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, even with inflation. Oh, it's, so it's total, big on that gas prices and all, dude. It's decked out in that that grocery store. Man. It's amazing in there, and then the. They find the vampire, and he's like in this denim Canadian tuxedo, and yeah. uh, sparks fly Not between be he and the mom. That was my, that was my favorite with. part of the movie, the, in the store, the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. I, but even the, the I'm sorry, Justin, but no, you're good. When when I love so much how the the vampire guy, like he's the predator, right? So he's the one that's like quote unquote controlling the narrative, and yeah. Like, I'm going to mold my prey into the environment I want. And then she's the one that fucking guides the whole night. She's like, no, she, we're going to go. She runs the show, dude. And I love that. She turns him down and I'm like, get it. That's, that's so amazing. Hell awesome. yeah. For, for 2000 for that uh, to yeah, be the thing. Is. And she, uh, she, she fucking ruins his night yeah. essentially, but she's having a fantastic time. Yeah. And, She's in her own mind, like, what I needed was to be liberated, and, like, you gave me the idea to do that. Find myself again. She's a singer of a band. She did oh, that again. Dude, like, I yeah. love that. And uh, the sequence in the in the bar when, like, she goes up and sings, like, that is so Fright Night, so Hocus Pocus. It is. Like, that Halloween yeah. party-ish environment. So, um, this movie's Fright a ton Night, of Hocus fun. Fright Night, Hocus Pocus, 100%. And yeah. she, I, was, uh, she was Anne Hilda in... Uh, she's Caroline Ray, yeah. She's 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 in Anne Hilda and Sabrina Teenage, Teenage Witch. Teenage Witch, yeah. Witch, dude, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So With Melissa Joan Hart. I think my favorite part of this movie is easily the least important part of the movie. What's that? It's, it's that gym guy at the dance at the ball. And he's just sitting there. He's wearing like a blue denim shirt. And the kid, her son, who looks like a Macaulay Culkin ripoff. Dude, comes he's up. Mini McCulkin. He's a good yeah. actor, though. High five to that kid. Anyways, he walks up and he's like, "Yeah, I heard those girls outside. They were making fun of your dancing." Yeah. And all of a sudden, he gets real serious. He's like in a Brooklyn accent or something. And he's like, "They make fun of my dancing or something, huh?" <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a really good dancer, though. What, yeah. What the fuck are they talking about? And he starts like trying to dance a little bit. I know I'm still talking the accent. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> but he he gets so mad. That he goes to over, like, try and impress his mom by dancing in front of her. And then, you know, it doesn't work out. And gets but expelled. I just think that was my favorite part of the movie, and it has nothing to do with the plot. They don't like my dancing? And huh? I love how that's, like, could you imagine being that, that's the only thing that requires so, to set somebody off? For like, that real. sentence? Yeah. Oh, my, I can dance. Tony Soprano. Yeah. yeah. Do I, I, I can dance. Yeah, I can do it. Who said that? Tony Two Fingers. <laughs> All right, Justin, bring us home, man. Last pick of oh the night. Oh, my God, Damn, Justin. What's it going to be, buddy? The pressure, the pressure. Okay. Just so you know, this is the last pick, and then after this, like, it's officially fall. It is officially fall. So you fall guys are all allowed to watch Halloween after this, this pick. But go ahead. All right. Not to uh, anybody's surprise. All right. My pick is going to be from 1988, the year after I was born. Uh... A movie called Beetlejuice from Tim Burton. From the director of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Adam and Barbara are... Ghosts. What's the good of being a ghost if you can't frighten people away? Their house is being haunted by the living. Maybe the house could use a little remodeling. And they can't scare them into leaving. They're dead. It's a little late to be neurotic. So they're calling on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! Who's no ordinary ghost. Yeah! You don't want his help. Can you be scary? 
incredible. Uh, this is something that I was raised with and can't get enough of still. I watch it multiple times a year and I find something new about it every time I watch it that I love. Um, this movie, if you don't know and you're not familiar, is about a uh, basically an underground bio-exorcist that uh, puts himself out there, more or less, uh, to come back and, and help control the living if they're in your house and you're annoyed by them. Um, played by Michael Keaton, which is one of the best actors, my third favorite actor. So good. Third so favorite good. Actor, sure. Yeah. Um, he kills this role. He's so Mr. amazing. Mom. Yeah. Is it also? Yeah. Good I love Mr. Mom. Great. Yeah. He's, he's good at everything he does. Um, but Beetlejuice is just something I grew up with and it's just, it's a movie that, that I still can't get enough of and I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch, uh, more and more each year. Um, so many good, so many good, uh, lines in it. There's, there's something that I picked up recently, which I didn't think I could pick up anything else from this movie, uh, late, but I did. In the beginning, when the Maitlands, Adam Maitland, is driving in, it's his hardware store, he drives into town. I love that And he story. says, he, me too, I want that <sighs> store. They own that. Like, so there's much. not a lot of business. That town yeah. is beautiful. Like, I'll live there right now. Love it. They, they drive in. He says, morning, Ernie. And the guy's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> and later on in the movie, Michael Keaton has Beetlejuice when he turns into the cockroach, if you're familiar with the movie. He's like trying to get Lydia to say his name, Beetlejuice, three times. And he's like, just look over there. And he looks over and it's a cockroach because he's trying to get her to say Beetle. And it's a Beetle. And he says, hi, how are you? And I don't think they ever meant to do that. But I will always like draw that like that that correlation now. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Um, but Michael Keaton's just, he's a genius in this, in this movie, man. Like he's so So good. good. Everything he does, uh, is just amazing. The handbook for the recently deceased, uh, is also really cool when Adam Maitland's just reading it and he's like, I don't know what to do with this. Closes it. Dust goes everywhere. He's like, we're just stuck here for 124 years or however long it is. My favorite part is when they go into the afterlife. Like it's into the book like they they draw the handle on the door and they go blue. in there and uh you know you have the cigarette yeah. smoking man and like all the like shrunken head and Try, like all that trying shit. to come back myself yeah <laughs> i love all that i love like the the skinny like uh caseworker that's like skirting through yeah. the fucking thing i it's love like, that scene so much how do i look yeah you, you look good really i feel like kind of flat no, I love that was like as a kid growing up on HBO, that was always like my favorite part, you know? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. So fucking good. My God. It's everything about that movie is just so much fun. I, like, I can't say it enough, but like the whole cast is incredible. Like everything from so good. Winona Ryder, Gina Davis. Oh my God. They're just Catherine incredible. Howard Baldwin. Dude, yeah. Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Her husband in this, he's like, yeah, so good. He's, he turned out so to be a total fucking funny, creep. Dude. But when he's playing with the bird though, in the beginning, he's like, yeah, at the window, it's like I want that room. He wants that room to be not touched. Like I get yes. that. I want that room too. I love that. The principal from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, oh, yep. dude. And when they turned like, out to be a perv, like yeah. a child molester creep. In real life, don't yes. ruin it for us. Oh, no, God damn, damn it. Jamie. Sorry, guys. I didn't know that. But you edit this out. When when <laughs> yes, was. <he> did. <laughs> When they're in the, uh, oh, I mean, if we're gonna praise him, we gotta <laughs> fucking like, let it let the world know what the fuck this guy is. All right, <laughs> damn. But when they're in the house, like looking to buy it, and like they're 
yeah. uh, staging themselves in each room, like in Gina Davis's like protagonist. Oh, she's true, like the hung, yeah, yeah. And she's like hanging in the closet, and they open the closet, and they're like just so shocked. And then they like sweep I love the that her aside. face. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, and yeah. it's just so. At that point, you have Otho going through the house to try and just like fix everything, like yeah, interior design and like spray painting everything on the wall. Mom. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, dude, I hated that. Like when that guy comes and the Otho, interior yeah. designer, and, uh, but the the small town vibe always gave me the same sort of vibes as uh, the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. Yeah, I feel like that's like the same town. You know, yeah. I can see the town, town in some sort of way. Yeah. I feel like they're. I yeah. always felt Parallels like they were in like sure. a parallel universe. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I do recall this being the first thing because Justin, you and I are both born in '87, so yeah. we probably started to interact with this movie when we were like six, seven years old. Yep. Um, but this was the. the I had first... a mustache by then. You definitely did. <laughs> Jamie's I can't like, even grow a mustache now. Yeah. Oh, so. I gotta do one arm pull-ups in the <laughs> army now. You had a full-time job by then, bud. <laughs> But this was one of the first films I ever recall watching where, like, it mixed the concept of, like, the macabre and death and darkness and sadness with humor. And I was like, oh, like, these things are approachable and you can look at them with levity and you can look at them with humor. Yeah. Uh, this was, like, this and the Batman movies, really, which also Tim Burton Tim did. Tim Burton, yeah. baby. Um, were, was one of those things where I was like, oh, like... Batman didn't have much levity or funniness to it, but it had like excitement and action along with those other themes yeah. of like of of macabre and darkness and death. And I feel like he was so successful at like marrying the worlds, you know, and saying like, hey, yeah. the core is the dark, the sad, the ugly, the dirty, the nasty, the death. Um, but these other ancillary feelings that you have as a human, like they're real and they're prevalent and they can intersect with this other stuff. So yeah, this this movie certainly did that. Absolutely, man. Yeah, couldn't agree more with that. Such a good pick. Thanks. Man, we had some great picks here. Are we done? That's it, man. What? I, I, hate, I, know. I hate when we're done. God I get so it. bummed. How can this be? Well, Justin, one. So you're not done as a a, a creative professional. So let's talk about uh, music projects you got coming up. Where sure. can people? Yeah. Find you. Plug your stuff. Like what you got going on in life, man. Yeah, I don't have a lot to plug, but um, our good friends. Uh, and I are uh, finishing a record here soon. We're going to New Jersey to record this thing. Uh, we'll be doing that soon, and then we'll be releasing a record probably early 2023 um, under the band Cautioner. I think I talked about it last year, too, probably. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it, man. Just that and uh, decorating for Halloween and uh, just enjoying life. Yeah, we're going to nice. take you guys out with uh, another Cautioner track, not the same one we played last year. Oh, no, you guys. And, uh, as, soon, again. as soon as we have some new mixes from the uh, new recordings, which are fucking awesome, uh, we'll plug that too because we love we love music almost as much as we love horror on this podcast. So thank you. we're going to take you out with the track. But Justin, thanks for coming back. We love you, man. Love Let's you guys, Let's do this again man. next September. You got it. Get up It's killing me. Thought it'd be